This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I am so excited to be here today. Uh, you're listening to the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast, available for your ear holes and any other holes, you sluts. I'm Mono Agapian. I am so thrilled to be here today with, uh, oh man, a, a true friend, a treat, a delight, a diva, a winner of Bad Drag Race, uh, our most recently crowned winner. Um, some know her as True Detective. You might know them as Nick Shepard from Very Gay Paint. Hi, Nick. Hi. Hello, holes and poles. Thank you for listening to Drag Her. I'm so excited to be a guest. I'm excited to be here. And the first thing I'm going to ask you about, I'm not even sure if you can talk about it. What the fuck painting RuPaul's house? Yes. I you did, talk did. to me about this right now. You talk to me about this right now. Uh, what okay, happened? So we connected with the interior designer of the space a while back, like kind of early in very gay paint days, just because I we have a friend who ran social media for him for a while. And through her, he found our Instagram and was like, we, we've got to do a project together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, oh my God, of course. And he's done like, like oh my God, Pompeo's you're from Britain, house, of course. A ton of amazing stuff. And then yeah. we got a call like mid-year last year that he, he was like, I'm going to be doing RuPaul's house. I'm doing like a, actually a James Kennedy impression from Vanderpump Rules and not an impression of <laughs> Martin Bullard, who's, uh, who's the designer. But yeah, he called us uh, mid mid-year last year to say he was going to be doing RuPaul's house and um, we painted it in October and just kind of had to sit on it and be little sneaky secretive of boys course, about it. Of course. Um, but it is a crazy space. I mean, everyone now you can like see the full Arc Digest tour. Yeah. Um, which is under insane. Construction, it's like just a crazy, crazy home. It looks like if a child described like in their imagination what a mansion is. Yes. Like there's marble, there's beautiful colors. You painted, I mean, obviously we saw your influence in that one particular dining room, which was the the room we painted. We didn't do the other. That was the room you painted. Got it. Any of the like flat standard color walls, an actual contractor who knows what they're doing um, did that. Okay. (laughs) But can we talk about how hard that must have been? Because it looked impossible. The sort of like Beetlejuice circus tent color. Yes. It was so hard. It was like. I mean, the initial difficult part about it is the math of it because it is these like evenly spaced stripes that then converge on a ceiling that is not a square. And so this is like, you know, boring sort of geometry stuff, but like doing all of the, my calculations to get that right was uh, insane. And then just the actual like um, length of time doing install and the physical labor of it was really hard. Uh, And it's only Jensen and I, we like, there's no one else in very gay paint. And so it was just the two of us for I think maybe like two weeks. Yeah. In these stripes. 
Wow. Yes. Did you feel crazy painting stripes for two weeks? I was so buoyed by the fact that we were at RuPaul's house that it like yeah. sort of carried me through. It was yeah. so amazing. I, I will also say, and I know Jensen's fine with me saying this because we just said it on a different podcast a little while ago, but like it was very shortly after Jensen and I had broken up. We're mm-hmm. still like, we're great. We're very great friends. We still do the business together. It's mm-hmm. a blast. And, and we've, you know, navigated it to an amazing place now, but like, it was so hard for us to be working together. Yeah. And we were at RuPaul's house. And yeah. so the designer kept being like, you, if you need Ru to come in, I can try to call her and we can make a video together. And we were just like not in a space to make a comedy video with RuPaul wow. while we were there. Um, but that just knowing wild. that we left our touch uh, in that gorgeous home is amazing. I wrote my name under the paint. And so forever my name will be there at RuPaul's <laughs> house beneath the I layers love of that. paint. It looks beautiful. It looks amazing. We know, obviously, you all, y'all are thriving apart and together. And I mean, if anyone who is a fan of the Bad Drag Race, which there are some here who are listening, y'all gave us quality RuPaul's Drag Race style TV when y'all lip sync against each other. Uh, and, and and to the audience, confessed you are exes. It I was mean, you, amazing. It was amazing TV for the stage. It was, and and everyone thought we produced it, but y'all did. It was, uh, so many people afterwards were like, were you so mad that he picked you to lip sync against your ex-boyfriend? And I was like, no, that was, uh, that was the, one of the best, like, live show moments from a producing standpoint that I have, yeah. been a, to be a part of it was an honor. I'll say that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was a. Oh my god! It was a treat too to sit back and pretend like I did something, but really, y'all did it for me. It was great. It and we was, do uh, really love each other, and to get to like perform and show what we've got together on stage simultaneously was like it's always a blast. We have so much fun. Together. Yeah, and y'all are amazing. You were uh, really killed, Bad Drag Race, and really brought a level of. I mean, obviously, we all know very gay paint, but y'all brought such a level of craft and. And it, 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 it was, it blew my fucking mind. The shit y'all built and, and, and use your crafty, like genius for your drag, like stacking hats. And I'll never forget your, oh my God, your, your, um, the, you know, the, the silhouette you created that was also a red string bulletin yes, board yeah. that will go down. I mean that I hope someone on drag race steals that. <laughs> I hope so. We gotta, I, I gotta bring will. it back for something. I, the show really made me fall in love with making little drag outfits. So I'm trying to. Ooh, plug your drag show. You have a drag show coming up yes. with a lot of the bad drag race divas. Yeah, Chris Renfro, the meat skeleton who was who Another was the reigning queen before me, uh-huh. um, is putting. They're putting up a show at UCB on June 3rd that uh, I'm going to be doing a sickening number. Oh God, um, I, y'all! I have heard this. You will not. Do not, if you miss this, you are missing out on a once in a lifetime. Because I'm telling you, this look, this look number combo is going to flatten the children. And, it's a and really good idea. Bury them in nature. Uh, <laughs> really uh, yeah, if you can make it to this show, you got to come because I'm, yeah. I'm going to really be turning it out. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be yeah, amazing. The Bad Drag Race was such a blast. I, that is, I think the thing I'm most proud of is that... Uh, that little conspiracy board outfit. So True Detective is was my drag character, and she is she was not there to make friends. She was there to find out who killed her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my looks was those boards with all the red string trying to to solve a mystery. Um, and the string did trace out a sexy little body. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> 
Um, and uh, before we're going to plug this more than once, but you're not just here because we're very good friends and you're a bad drag race winner. We're also here because you have a book coming out that, uh, uh, is coming out on May 30th. Yes. Okay. Tell me, tell me more. I'm so excited for this. So Jensen and I, um, it's like two years in the making. We pitched a book that a very stupid idea for a book to a bunch of like real big publishing houses. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called a very gay book. Obviously, a spin on very gay paint, but the actual like content of it is very different from. Um, it's not like mural focused or visually focused, although there are gorgeous illustrations. It's uh, a textbook <laughs> about being gay, but mm-hmm. everything in it is wrong and stupid. So there's gay history and the uh, Paul Revere's history of uh, gay yelling and mm-hmm. um, like why bugs are gay. It just <laughs> really it, <laughs> we we break apart a lot of untruths um, and and double down on why they're not true and why they are true. Wow, I never thought about bugs being gay. All of them are, um, and for a variety of reasons. Having a I body mean, that's three parts, sickening. I would say the color, the the color sheen palette on some of those uh, beetles is pretty gaggy. Yeah, and they you know? all say they all look, they all sort of look like they listen to Robin. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they are. They're all like. When a new Kim Petra song drops, they're like very, they're very eager to be the first one to like tell everyone else about it. You know? Oh, yeah. Yes. They are. You don't, they're, they're getting the leaks. They're getting the leaks. Have you heard Kylie Minogue's Badam Badam? I heard, um, uh, I heard some gay people doing it, but I have not heard the actual track. <laughs> Last night I went to it's the Fat so Slut at Precinct and there were, there were gaggles um, themselves sort of singing the song, but I have not heard the actual It is song. so pussy. Um, well, yeah, we're going to plug very gay, a very gay book again. Um, remember, you can follow the girls at Very Gay Paint on IG, probably yes. other socials too. Uh, and TikTok. Uh, and if you're interested in the book, we're doing a live show of our Friends and Gay Shit show that we've had Mono on that's a blast. Um, yes. And it's June 9th, and that will also be a book signing. So if you're looking to get a book Ooh. with our names inside of it, we're going to be doing it. Um, Jason Mraz is our musical guest. <gasps> oh, my God. It's going to be a real, it's a sleigh and a half, girls. Hunt, if you want your cunts gathered, there's no other choice. You got to go to this show, you you bitches. And please gather your cunts. Please gather your cunts. I mean, as you know, unleashed cunts are illegal on this beach, okay? Yes. <laughs> Leash your cunts. So before we get into this episode, I've decided I'm going to make every guest this season deliver a chunk of the Alexis Michelle rant. Um, I have it in front of you, Nick, and um, I hope you are ready to give your reading of the Alexis Michelle moment that will go down in infamy as one of the best untucked moments of our lives. God, it was beautiful. And I was saying before we started, it is classic American theater. (laughs) It is Tennessee Williams. It is Eugene (laughs) O'Neill. It's so dropped in. It's good. It's good. So, I mean, again, there's no wrong way to do this. Um, Do what you need to do. And um, yeah, I mean, we're here just to observe your craft. Whenever you're ready. I feel very deeply for the girls that are in the position you're in right now. But also because I wasn't sure how I'd be received here. And I hoped... It 
It was amazing. It was the way, and that's all I have. That's all it is. That's all it is. Wow, brava. Thank you. The way you used your instrument and like built the levels, the way you really use your tonality. Yeah. Um, wow. That's In my culture, we use every part of the voice. Nothing goes to waste. <laughs> that, is, that is the American way. And, and truly, uh-huh. the, on, the only American way. Um, okay, let's talk about All Stars 8. What do you think so far about this absolutely bonkers season of television? You know, I'm of two minds. Mm-hmm. I... I love my, I love these girls. I love seeing them in the way that I would a reality, any reality show that was not a competition. Uh huh. So I feel like RuPaul's Drag Race has this constant tension between that the girls, that I love these girls as people and as characters. And I'm especially with All Stars so excited to see their personal stories continue. And this is a show where we come to see the height of drag excellence mm-hmm. and, um, and with All Stars money. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel that we are, the pendulum is leaning a little hard toward the side of me loving to touch down with my girls and not hard enough for me with um, everyone bringing spectacular drag that I can't see anywhere else. That was the longest way you could ever say it's shit. Um, I'm the Lux Noir London of um, All Stars. (laughs) (laughs) That was some Lux Noir London shit. It's just like, yes or no? I believe, such as the America that is the (laughs) Iraq. um, Maps. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think there's, I I think there's some good tension bubbling in the cast that is going to be more exciting than some some of the well, I've liked feel, a lot of the looks and some of the looks have been massive disappointments. I feel that almost no one cares if they win. Yeah, you mean in the cast. Correct. I mean T, especially this week with Kasha truly laying down on the railroad tracks. And the thing is in other All-Star season we've had the um the beauty of comedy queens, performance-heavy queens who did not always bring the looks on their season, getting to come back and bring, and with money and with time and understanding of how the show works to add on to their performance package, expensive couture looks, and many girls miss that opportunity here. And it's like, you already done did this, girl. Well, okay, we're jumping ahead, but I need to talk about it because it's pervasive in the entire edit of the episode. Even from the beginning, they're giving Kasha the I'm going, I'm going home edit, okay? <laughs> like, she's already saying her goodbyes. She's saying, you guys are wonderful. Like, wait, if you had to guess, why do you think Mrs. Kasha Davis gave up? I think that she, I think that after two episodes, I think she saw, and I don't know how she didn't realize this from watching the show, but I think yeah. she saw that her package that she brought of drag was not at the a level that could sustain her through the competition. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see it in these uh, fame game runways, but... Totally. Oh, boy. That's going to be interesting. Gonna be we interesting. already are a little past it in this, but Ru- the wig Rue wears for this video... Oh, the Raven message, wig? That, and that's the one that she wore at the beginning of the season, no? I think so, too. Like, me and Nicole were saying the same thing. I think so. She literally it's, mopped it off of Raven's head. It looks just awful. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it looked okay, but I'm here for this hot take. 
I don't think it looks very good. I think that it, I, I just don't think it looks um, very expensive. And it's RuPaul. I know, and, I, and, and RuPaul she makes fun of pussycat wig. wigs. I mean, she usually makes fun of them, though. Usually. Yes. But I think there's space for her to wear a small wig. Something about the styling of this wig, it, like, it looks like maybe yeah. she's hiding something under it. <laughs> Yeah, it is wild. Oh boy, it is wild. Uh, I I am very curious to see what. Yeah, what this? If Mrs. Kasha Davis did she watch Nisha Lopez go home and be and then think to herself, well, I'm not at her level, so I must deserve to go home, or but even what we saw. And this is jumping ahead too, but Nisha's look for this episode was another bodysuit. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, you know, I think. Nisha's Nisha's really stunning. She's so beautiful. And that's all I have to say. (laughs) Gosh. I mean, yeah, the show, it just isn't, it's it's a new show. It's not the show that it was seasons and seasons ago. Well, here's my question is like, are we measuring it against All-Star 7, which obviously winners, uh, frankly. Even if we measure it against Shay's All-Star season, it's coming up way short. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're 100% right. Because I guess it is just a one. Okay, the also the other challenge of this show is it is so much work. You know what yes. I mean? You're producing. I mean, you're producing twenty eight looks. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And on your bill, on your dollar, I think that we might, this might be indicative of like the show really needs to give the girls a budget if they're not already. I 100% believe that because it is RuPaul's who has money race at this point, even yes. the regular seasons. And even um, if it's like you're using your connects, also okay, all these pit crew men. Um, I know Lala re pretending to faint re- when Bruno comes out. Really, would you got smash me. Bruno? Would you smash with of Bruno? Course. I would too. There's something about him. I don't. It's like maybe it's like the amount of perfect actually isn't hot to me anymore. Does that make any sure. sense? I totally see that. Um, it's that uh, dissonance for me is not powerful enough to. To, for me to be like, no, thank you. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I know. I'm pretending. I'm pretending. Like, I, like I am imagining Bruno being like, Mono, I'd love to dick you down if that's okay, and you going, yeah, that's all right. Fine. <laughs> you know, no. Just okay. It's a pass. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to be in that position. I really love all these pit crew men. Uh, bring them back, yes. please. Bring them back more often. I. They're gorgeous. I'm a fan. Uh, all of them, even this knockoff Jared Leto. Uh, I love the long hair guy. But to your point earlier, I'm curious to see how the uh, who the who will play the fame games and who will play the shame games with their crunchy, busted looks uh, that no one needed to see. Um, that'll be interesting. I um, I loved Candy at the beginning of the episode. Going, shit's getting gaggy. <laughs> She's that perfect. really made me laugh. I fucking love her. I'm such a fan. And you know, I have to, you know what's weird about this episode? This was my favorite episode of the season until it wasn't. Like, uh-huh. likewise. Uh, yeah. I just loved like getting to see um, our, our relationship dynamics. I, I love the workroom. I, I, and sometimes it's an unpopular opinion. I love where you get to see the actual character dynamics between the girls in the workroom where some people are like, no, I want to see the main stage. I love the workroom during the ball. Um, There are episodes, there are times when I do and do not love the workroom, but this Mm -hmm. is a style of episode where I really love it. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't believe Kasha Davis, I I mean, I thought it was apt, but her talking about how she continues to not sew. 
Right. And how right. she, I mean, I thought it was a great reasoning for it as a drag, as a working drag queen to say like, that's not part of my process as a drag queen to create garments. I pay people to do that because there are yeah. experts. Um, but doing drag is very different from being on Drag Race. Fully, fully. Like, yeah, it's curious that she also like, again, I guess we'll get to her look later, but I, even, I have to say even before we, it's just like, it almost feels like self-sabotage. I think, like, it's, she sent herself home. Like, she knew Maybe that was too thought, crazy. I'm going to, I'm going to go home in the most um, likable way possible, which I think yeah. she succeeded at. She's incredibly likable. I, I also, yeah, we'll talk about it later, but I got choked up at her exit. But again, it felt, I guess I, I again, I'm projecting because I felt like as someone who sabotages themselves, I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. let Rue send you home. Don't send you home. I know. Well, th I think that speaks to this being a, a season where I don't know if anyone's here to win. I think the girls are just here to be on TV in a way that, in a mm -hmm. way that they'd like to be on TV. And mm -hmm. so I think more than wanting to get as far in the competition as possible, I think Kasha goes, well, I'm going to go home at some point. How do I have the most control over the way that I leave? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Lollary's alleged redemption. But oh, first, <laughs> I don't think. First, I don't think. I do <laughs> a tube <laughs> over your head. I don't think. Um, I'm, let's take a break. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, 
complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in drag her under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's drag her under podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earning is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Bring back my break. Okay. I want to thank you for not telling me to be silent as per usual. <laughs> I know. It I was know. a very respectful transition into the commercial break. For the first time in Drag Her history, we're changing all the rules. <laughs> You're too shamed by Oscar saying I was and talking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, I won't say silence anymore. Oh, never, no, never again. Never again. Don't worry. There's another break coming for your ass. I got another break coming for you. Fuck. So, of course, we're talking about Lala Ree's story of her, you know, a lot of these girls don't have a great history. I don't know if any of these girls have a good history with balls. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. None um, of them. Right? No. I don't none remember how Heidi did. Uh, I remember her I, pretty consistently missing the mark on fashion her season. So Yeah, I don't think, because she did a disco thing. Well, that was the makeover this challenge. drawing. Candy's fashion... <laughs> sketch of her outfit that is a stick figure with two rectangles. Does it then say above it, love it, love? It says me, and then I think it says love it. You know me. that she drew this to be funny, and they edited it as if it is her actual fashion drawing of her outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I am, wor- I am worried about her, but again, I'm not, because she's just one of the queens we know is going to be here for a second, no matter how good yes. or bad she does. Not important. Unimportant. Now, um, I'm going to try to remind me of any big moments that come up in the workroom. I especially know we have to talk about Heidi getting emotional yes, with Yes, of course. And a lot to excavate there. I do, before we talk about that, want to talk about Alexis yeah. bringing up um, who has been in a sex swing. Oh, my God. It very much was giving the energy of in high school yes. when somebody's like, so who all here has um, had sex before? It's very <laughs> that. It's very, I do sex. Hey, do you know I do sex? I yeah. do all the different ways. I do it Front, all the ways. back. And you might think I don't do sex, but I actually do it like a ton. It's crazy. I can name five, six different parts of this, of, um, of the, of the, uh, so, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. It's like one time I was going down on a guy and like I accidentally ate it and then I swallowed it and yes. it was like, it felt so good. No, that's good. happened to me. It felt so good. Like I didn't even uh-huh. care that I ate his dick. Yeah. I think that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's very bad. It's very Alexis. that. Alexis, stop it. But also don't stop it because you're the you're the funnest, the most accidentally fun part of this season. 
Okay, alliance talk also comes up before the Rue moment. The alliance talk of, you know, Lollary and Heidi are talking alliance. Uh, they're yeah. saying, though, you, ca- you can't talk about alliances in front of other people because when other people hear about your alliance, it's no longer an alliance. Yeah. Yeah. I'll also say, like, all the gameplay talk and strategy is less exciting when I'm like, nearly no one is bringing it. Yeah. <laughs> It is funny. I know. And like, it's like I said last week, like Jimbo has the quietest edit on this season because I guess she's just on cruise control. Do you know what I mean? She came to cruise. She came to cruise. She is in a race. She's driving a Corvette and everyone else is driving a Kia Sophia. You know what I mean? Uh And she's like, I don't even have to hit the gas that hard. You know, she's so incredible. I, oh my God. I wanted to say, I can't get past. And I have thought about this every day since the episode came out. You saying that La La Rie's entrance line should have been, I'm bad. I know. I know. That is so funny to me. It's so easy. I know. I know. Uh, but hopefully they do a redemption runway, right? They always do that. Right. I, yeah, they ought. It would be a shame if they didn't. Oh, uh, Another great tradition that Jimbo's keeping alive is uh, pretending you're going to do an ugly thing, but then doing a stunning thing. Um, You thought that her outfit she made was stunning? Oh, I liked it. I did. I I liked it. I guess what? Okay. When, when she said, I'm going to do babies in kielbasa, I thought she might actually go that way. But just in the grand tradition of, you know, a Tyra Sanchez who says, I'm going to do this ugly dress. Oh wait, just kidding. Going to do this beautiful thing instead. I I guess I thought it was pretty. I did not find it to be pretty. I, (laughs) I just can't believe that in all star season eight, after 15 seasons of regular drag race, there is a design challenge where people are still gluing bulky things to the narrowest part of their corset. Yeah. How are we doing? Why are we adding bulk to our waists? Yeah, I agree. I agree. That like sort of babushka waistline. I know it's weird. It's kooky bananas to me. It's confounding. Um, it's confusing. And I love uh, my girls. And I don't want to say, <laughs> I don't want to be overly critical of these incredible drag queens. Look, they're but amazing. It is, you, my eyes are starved for beauty a bit in this, um, in this runway. Yeah, fully, fully, fully. So Alexis Michelle is making, you know, talking about her bullshit runways from season nine. There has been improvement. There has been a lot about of improvement. this Native American look. I know. I hope, I, I, I bet she hopes you forgot about it too. Well, World of Wonder wants to make sure I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny that just a couple years ago, we were like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And now it's like, sh- it shouldn't have been at the time, but especially now it's like, what are we doing? What the hell is even that? Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> so oh, Jessica's Alexis. here chit-chatting with RuPaul. I will yeah. say this episode, I... It's been so long since season two. I don't. I haven't done a, even a rewatch of season two in maybe five years. Oh, it's one and of the so best seasons. Jessica Wilde is, and and all of her uh, amazingness is has not been front of mind for me this season until mm-hmm. this episode. I really, I was like, oh right, I remember why she's yeah a legend and an icon. And I am such a big fan of hers, but also, I'm such a big fan of hers. I guess I'll just say it, but like. As a bi- an overly biased fan of hers, I did not think she won this episode. No, I didn't think she won, but I loved what she did. 
Agree. Agree. Um, I guess, yeah, Heidi cries and it's beautiful and cute and sweet and makes me feel even more for Heidi is all I got to say. Yes, absolutely. And it makes me, she's obviously in a difficult emotional place during this episode and clearly in Untalked. I know, which I can't wait to see how that plays out. I'm so surprised to see, and I don't know if it's just what she's doing or how it's being edited and story told to us, but it doesn't feel like she's getting emotional because, and like having such a difficult time because she's pissed that she's not being celebrated more. It feels like there's something like really going on. I think, okay. I, I know online she tweeted like, sorry y'all. I oh, like, she basically said like, I knew this episode was going to be hard to watch, blah, 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 blah. It's just really, yeah, something's going on. But I honestly, for me watching, I was also furious with her because for her to not be, first of all, she should have won the episode in my opinion. And for her to not even be called in the top to me was the the coup, coup bananas. It was baffling. Yeah. I mean, her was, am I mistaken in in saying Kahana was also safe? Kahana was also safe, which people said, no, no it was awful. And then the people they praised made no sense. Lalaurie, no ma'am. No. She did very poorly, I, I thought. She did awful. And then yeah. they were like, great job, which I guess they just wanted that redemption story. But you can't, you can't force a redemption story, babe. No, you can't piss in my ear and tell me it's raining, RuPaul. Baby, don't shit in this bowl and call it chocolate ice cream. Okay, don't throw up in my hat and tell me that it's a delicious bowl of soup in a bread bowl. Okay, do not jizz inside my eyeballs and say it is retinal frosting, okay? Yes, do not snot rocket into my coffee and tell me that it's a delicious Miss Mandarin. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a mess. It was a mess. Ugh. Do they get uh, to bring patterns to this program? I think so. It's not like Project Runway. It's not like inexcusable pot. for these some of for some of the dresses that get created on this show. I if know. they're allowed to bring patterns. I know. I before I forget, I don't think Heidi will send herself home. Do you think there's a risk of that? I don't think so, but again, this season is surprising me at every turn, so maybe. Um, I really hope she yeah. just like, it was a shit day. I should have been in the top, but I honestly would be mad with, I mean, I'm mad with her. I'm like, yo, why? Why not call her in the top? Why? Yeah. I would, I would love to know why. I wish I got even one millisecond of feedback. Why? What did you not like? I wonder Maybe if the last just, look, maybe the last look wasn't as good, but come on. If leftover from All-Stars 8, they are now just in the practice of trying to make everyone look like they're succeeding evenly. Yeah. When that is just clearly not what's happening. Or where they were like, comedy challenges next week, Heidi is going to win. This is our story. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, let's let some other girls shine because they certainly won't in a future week. Right. Every single um, person on the judges panel looks incredible. I don't think I've ever seen Michelle look this beautiful. She looks amazing. I she love this outfit. Gorgeous. She yes. looks gorgeous. Rue is stunning. I like yeah. this red and blue, very blueberry pomegranate moment. She looks more like Raven every day. I know. Oh my God. 
I, and I love it. Good. I do too. I do too. I like that she's like, whatever. I, I don't care. I don't Make care. you look like anyone. I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to chirp and burp these many looks. I guess we have quite a few to get through. 30? Um, and uh, oh yeah, so let's begin. So first we're doing our legendary ball. We got Jimbo coming down in this milky bubbles moment. I love this. I, I, I chirp this. It's... It's a chirp. It's yeah. I think it's very good. I don't think it's fantastic. I think there are a lot of instances in this entire um, ball of someone doing a good job and then someone doing a much much better job at a similar concept. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is a very good job, and it's a chirp. This is great. Is a chirp. I mean, even the way the shawl is constructed and goes like up and over is like, uh-huh. and it's gloves. It's like weird, but. Still has an amazing silhouette and her makeup. The placement is fierce. of the bubbles is just intentional enough. I really like it. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. It's definitely a chirp. Um, next we have condom on trees giving cow I'm slut cow. Obsessed with everything she did for this runway. Like I know how is she under boob is gorgeous. Under boob is hot. She is destroying it. the cow bells in the hair. Yeah, so cool. And yeah, even like the little side ponytails kind of give like the essence of a little calf ear. You know what I mean? Like it like, it makes sense. Um, She just brought very good drag to the show. Yes. Yes. It's awesome. It is such a chirp. This is so nitpicky, but I wish the um, cowhide pattern matched up across the seam of Mm, the butt. That's a good, that's a good call. That's a really good call. I mean, that's really hard to do. That's a really good call. God, she looks great. I mean, you just, you, you gotta chirp it. James Mansfield. Oh I love this. Cookie, hands in the cookies, cookies in the cookie uh, jar. Get the I'm cookies. I'm so happy with, with James, with what James is bringing this season. Same. Visually, it's just, I really love it. It feels just like her and her point of view, but just mm-hmm. cranked up five notches. I love it. Do you remember the sketch from Whitest Kids You Know? The grandma cookies? No. It's one of my favorite pieces of sketch comedy ever. And it's just a grandma says, do you like the cookies, kids? And the kids are like, yeah. And she says, that's good. Because I made them with my fingers. And then she shows like a prop hand with very lazily chopped off fingers. That's my sense <laughs> that of humor. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and for that my, reason, I love it. And I also love that, you know, no matter what, when you describe comedy, it's not funny. <laughs> when you describe something that happened that was funny, it's not funny. But if it's stupid enough, we can celebrate that it's... Knowing something is very dumb and that money and energy was put into it... I'll send is, it to you after, I promise. It's good enough. Okay, uh, it's please. such a chirp for James. Good good job, bitch. Candy oh. Muse! I, I love this. I think this is amazing. I think... I, it's hard for me to ever even look at her outfits, though, because her face, uh, the way she paints is so cool to me. I love I just, it. I agree. Wow, she, her makeup is Her face is an actual incredible. canvas. Yeah. Like, I love this. It's like Storm. Uh, it's like Milky Storm. I love the hair, these details. The, I mean, I love it. This is a really impressive look. I love Alexis Michelle getting into this collar and everyone putting on Candy's blush during Untucked. Yes, and she did a really clever thing with like, you know, she has her undergarment, but the way like obviously this like differently shaped uh, bathing suit comes over it is mm-hmm. 
it's fierce and it, it works so that you don't have that like so that the final impression isn't the undergarment it's the yes yeah it's it's i like it i will say candy is doing a lot of leotards this season but i it's a lot but i they're all done impeccably i would like to see some differentiation big time. totally totally yes Next, Alexis Michelle. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. It's not my it's favorite, not my favorite um, interpretation of the prompt. Mm-hmm. That said, um, I think it's excellently done and she looks very good. She's such a beautiful, beautiful queen. I love the, ja- the like leather motocross ja- or motor- motorcycle jacket version mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. It's just, she looks incredible. It's really cool. Um, it's, yeah, I can't not chirp it. It's a chirp. I mean, the, the ear details, the hair tuft. And yeah. her cow print lines up across the seam in the I back. was going to say, yeah, it's it's cool. Um, I like even the, the tail detail works with the character she's given it. Yeah. It's cool. It's a chirp. She's great at drag. La La Rie giving, as they called it, Muella Deville. So this it's was, hard because here, this is what we have a lot of examples of is just this is a much less successful version of something we've yes. seen two really successful versions of. I agree. It's fine, but I just saw a better version of it. I do like the wig. I like the kind of weird chopped wig. I I like a lot of pieces of it. I love the little milk bag handbags, but. I like, I've got to say, and I love Larry, almost no pieces of this. Fair. I like that there are. Other than these pointy shoulders, everything in this outfit looks like you could buy it at Doll's Kill. Yeah, it probably is. Probably is. Um, I hate it. I'm so sorry. I hate this look. <laughs> it's a burp for me. I I give it a light chirp because it's it's wow. it's it, it just works and it just works just enough for me. It's not great, but it, it it just, I mean, again, it's not her, I don't think it's her worst look in this ball. Is the pointiness of the fedora a reference to something? I, um, uh, it's a reference to the friend she borrowed the hat from. I don't know. I just think if you're going to do a big oversized, like stupid sized hat, this, yeah. they shouldn't be this shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Uh, I know. And why I'm the, sorry, why the fetish wear? I don't know. Darian Lake giving milk and Grecian goddess. Um, uh, no. Well, no. no. I love uh, the wig, and uh, obviously her face is always beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think this could have been much more successful if there was an element that of contrast to make the drips down the bottom more noticeable. Yeah. But you lose them because there's no stoning or anything or, or volume to separate them. Right. Yeah, it's a little silly. Um, and it's just belted. It's just belted with uh, the cheap Amazon, uh, you know, uh, uh, waistlet you can get for $7. It's giving uh, safe look from a regular season a few seasons ago. Yes, 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 yes. I'll give it a... I'll give it a... Oh. I'll give it a And burp, here we I have guess. the All-Stars version of that outfit. Yeah. just wild. Yeah. Are you burping, Darian? Oh, of course. <laughs> Jessica Wilde giving cereal. I mean, Ugh. I was so horny because I, as someone who loves cereal, a, 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 a girl after my heart. This is, an, this was my, I think my favorite outfit of the, ep- second favorite outfit of the episode. We'll get to my favorite soon. Yeah. 
I really I liked it. I love this. I wanted just a few more details. Like, I think there should have been some smaller cereal pieces in the mix. It's a shame that the earrings aren't the same kind of loop that's on the dressing in the bowl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. It's cute. I like it a lot, and I love cereal, and I love Jessica Wilde, so all together I love it. Um, it, it. To me, it was like 9 out of 10. I wish it was 10 out of 10, but it's still a chirp. It's a chirp. It got me really excited, especially after it's just a much better version of Darian's. Yeah, it really, really is. It's Her Her outfit is bookended by two worse versions of this outfit. Isn't that funny? I, I wouldn't be surprised if the editors did that on purpose. Um, Mrs. Kasha Davis allegedly has sour cream. <sighs> Is that a handle? What is that? Is that a handle? Is she a spigot? It's crazy that they don't make her explain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it a handle, like a little, like, what? Yeah, huh? I would more I would more readily believe that she's like those porcelain creamer containers. She's got what ostensibly could be a spout on the opposite shoulder. Yeah. The only thing giving sour cream is this, what I find to be a delightful face that she's making. Yeah, like her face is always fun. Yeah, uh, but it is it's it's a white dress with some mm-hmm. two of the smallest details in the world on it. <laughs> right. What is going on in this ball? It's a burp. Get it away from uh, me. Get yes. it, it, this look has curdled and I never want to consume it again. <laughs> okay, Burnbook. Heidi. Holy shit. This is lovely. This is very good. This deserves to be in the top. Just this. Yes. Uh, 100%. I never noticed the handprint on her ass. Milky handprint on the ass. Nylon milkmaid. The details are sick. She brought actual little milk jars, which she deserves points for. This is beautiful. I love this look. I'm so mad she wasn't look. in the top. I'm so mad she wasn't in the top. Um, it's, it's a chirp. Yeah, it's fa- it's fantastic. It's very very well done. It's tailored. She looks gorgeous. The color palette is gorgeous. Uh, it's I love it's it. the right hair for the look. It like lets the co- like the outfit do all the talking. Oh. It's really expertly done. If you're mad now, just wait. You'll get even madder. But first, <laughs> shut up, Nick. No, wait, no. <laughs> I feel like taking a break. Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. 
This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit BetterHelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. my break how's it Hold on, feel sorry. i'm just gonna wipe away some of the tears um <laughs> that really hurt me mono <laughs> what you didn't know how you we were... you didn't know how you'd I be received we here yeah i just <laughs> <laughs> what is she what's the last line that i said and it was amazing and it was amazing the way um oh my god the way it might go on longer I'll, I'll keep transcribing but um it's only so much acting i can ask of my guests of course it was amazing the way by ariana grande featuring Mac Miller. <laughs> are you ready for this next look in the bowl the supermarket bowl i'm so ready for our next look Forty patootie we got jimbo giving so- fruits of history yeah. Something I thought about in my rewatch that I didn't think about in the initial time is I was so, I love this dress. Obviously it's beautiful. She looks flawless. It's so exciting. Um, it's too far from the prompt. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. But it is an, um, inc- it's an incredible look. I was okay with the, the farness from the prompt. I guess I was okay with it. And something about the color palette too sold it to me. Like if it was like just... If it was just like, you know, queer icons without a color palette that screamed fruity, I would maybe have been more bothered, but it worked for me. Fruity is not a color. It is a flavor. (laughs) I know, but when I, (laughs) as a cereal bitch, when I hear fruity, I think pebbles, I think loops. So like that, that worked for me. I think Funfetti, okay. um, it, it, it worked for me. I guess for me, like, I, I, I'm okay with Jimbo being like, let me do something so I don't come as another strawberry. Let me do something sure. I mean, so the I look come. is amazing and I think excuses any issue. If, if she had done a version of this that had not looked good, yes. I think I would have been really upset that it, she didn't really list, it's, there's no fruit anywhere. Um, especially, it's a chirp for me just because she referenced Blair St. Clair at, at the end of the runway, giving a shush. I missed it. Burr. Giving the oh. shush and burr, as you can see. Shh. <laughs> burr. That's so stupid. Okay, this. I is can't my believe she wasn't favorite in the Favorite look of the season so far. Yeah. Um, fully amazing. I can't. 
cannot believe that Kahana Montrese's banana outfit Why was she needs safe? to be in a museum. This is wonderful. The hair is gorgeous and also horny and makes me want to sit on it. That I, it's curved like the top of a banana. Like she just mm-hmm. the attention to detail. Unbelievable. Yes. Unreal. The the way these like bananas look like oversized like Burberry buttons, you know what I mean? The way yes. they look like um those knobby buttons on like a pea coat is fierce. I'm running to see any show in my area that Kahana Montrese is on after She's seeing She's great. This. I've seen her live recently at the Drag Race Live. She was great. I mean, oh Chirp, maybe even a caca. This is perfect. Holy shit. It's a caca for me, 1,000%. Jesus. God, they're stupid. Okay, James Mansfield. Um, no. Golly, I think this is just good enough. For what? The dumpster? Um, uh, I mean, it's the... There are some exciting things going on. I think if the bottom wasn't... It looks like it fits really poorly. I don't know if it needs to be steamed or what, but the top of it, the like dewy spurts, I really like. Yeah, I am going to burp it. I'm going to burp it. I I like parts of it, but yeah, the bottom is just unfinished enough for me to go. No, It's going to be a a soft chirp for me. Um, Is she always wearing, does the shoe just look tiny? Um, That's a great question. No, it's tiny. It's tiny. I feel like she's been wearing a lot of teeny tiny shoes. Tiny heels, yeah. Um, the hair, look, the hair is unbelievable. I mean, the hair's the, the hair mugs, is right. It's James. It's going to be amazing hair. I, I like. And I, the God, yeah. this squirt effect is great. Yeah, but no, it's a burp for me personally. I have to respect it. Uh, Candy Muse giving Chicka Cherry Cola. <laughs> what do you think? I think Candy Muse, God, the makeup is amazing. I feel like she's having trouble dressing for her body this season. Yeah, I also just, I just want differentiation. I just, we've seen so much of this now. I just think like bigger girls have such a, like, obviously the odds are going to be stacked against you because everyone is just going to root for a skinny queen in a a scrap of fabric and be like, it's fashion, yes! People love love skinny bodies and it's an unfortunate part of fashion. Um, I know. Which is why I I do want to celebrate her wearing things like this. My main issue is just the, it's just too similar to all the other bathing suits she's been wearing. I kind of think my point of view is I just kind of, I don't want anyone to dress like this anymore. I'm like, cool, <laughs> everyone start giving us drag. Yeah, yeah. Like, just give me a giant ass, Give like, just start giving me drag. Ugh, I like the not way that, that the this isn't drag, it's, it's just the body is not, is not a, it, she's not giving me drag body. All drag's valid. No one come for me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I like it. I mean, okay, okay. I especially love that there's a fascinator on her head and it corresponds to a finger wave that like would be period appropriate. Like I like that like overall the look really is besides the the bod like the actual bodysuit is bo- modern bondage-ish, but like the the boa and the face like that's all like period burlesque. Uh-huh. It's a light chirp for me. The titty out doesn't work for me. Mhm. I think I don't like a pasty unless it's on a big fake boob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think this is, uh, God, it's. Say it. I'm going to ignore Say the it. fact that her makeup is perfect and amazing. It's a burp for me. Fair. Alexis Michelle giving blueberry 
Um, so beautiful. It's really cool. And I mean, you know, she knows how to like experiment with makeup in a way that like it's still really beautiful. It's still pleasing to her shape. The wig is cool. The dress I is cool. I love this wig. Yeah. The white, oh, I, the white with blue is an interesting and cool juxtaposition. Yes. Uh, for me, she is brushing lightly against being too far from the prompt, but um, mm, yeah. she's close enough. She's on like the other side of the line from Jimbo for me. Yeah. Um, but they're both yeah. at that line. Yeah. I mean, those, those little sequin blueberry details, I think, on the dress are saving it for me. I get and the, yeah. the wig itself. I'm like, wow, how the hell do you get someone to make you little blue berry balls on your hair? Um, it's a chirp so for beautiful. me. Yeah, it's definitely a chirp for me. She's so gorgeous. And because pulling off, especially like pulling off icy, like icy. Anytime you're going icy on the makeup is really hard to look beautiful. You know, because and it's like, she's doing this sort of like classic look while still managing to be feel very. Very modern and contemporary. Like, you can't come for her looks. No. Okay. Now I'm gonna. What we can come for (laughs) is Lalaurie's next look. Candy apple that they praised. They said it was wonderful. That is unbelievable to me. I feel that this idea is genius. The idea is great. The execution is awful. It's very. The execution feels very bad. It feels like it's about to fall apart. Yes, she's um, not. Also, it's just a vinyl dress. It's not yes. anything she got made. There's no details if, at the bottom that tie the top together. If she had found a sickening wet, like the way Candy Muse's milk splashes were, if yes. she had found a high quality sickening way to get this yes. caramel incorporated into the red vinyl dress, yes. this could have been amazing. But it looks awful. And yes, I would say- so gross. Put a wig on underneath. Like, stop, stop this, Lollary. You stop this, like, bald cap bullshit. Like, you, even if it's Taffy Apple, you can have a wig on underneath because the way it's, like, gapping and showing a lot of her man head. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, I think if you're not going to wear a wig, you need to paint more severely than Lala does. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a bald look, I think that you need to really, like, Get that contour making you look gaunt and like... I hate um, this. Yeah, it's very bad. You're so right. You're, that That is good advice. I, I, I'm i sorry, I got too mad. That is good no, advice. No, that's okay. I, yeah, I just don't think she paints for a way, a way that... Like, the reason Raven gets a, or, or looks so good in short little wigs mm-hmm. is that she her face is carved like a sculpture. Yeah. And Lala paints soft in a way that I think... Right, best coincides with a beautiful, glamorous woman's hair. Yeah, yeah. Darian Lake! This is her most successful look, in my opinion, of her looks. This sort of tearaway to the Chris Evans <laughs> cherry on my oh, titties in private. I hate it. Um, the bodysuit is not like, it's not quite a nude illusion. It's not quite a bodysuit. It is like, like, I mean, there's no wrong way to do drag, but I feel like my general, like rule of thumb is a a watcher of drag is that the things I like pick a direction and go really far in it. And the things that I don't like sit, like can't quite decide what they're doing. And that's why I don't like it. So I think that the bodysuit doesn't know if it's nude or not. And I hate that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I also think that it does it doesn't seem like it fits very well, especially at the bottom. Mm, you're you're unfortunately right. And I thought this was the most successful of her looks, though. I know. It's Which, her she's managed to make her pelvis look so long. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's that the patch should be different um, and like go a bit wider. Mm-hmm. Um, but it like it looks like her legs are short and her pelvis is long. Yeah. And I wish it was the other way around. I also hate this wig. <laughs> I really like her face. I yeah, she's amazing. She's a, a an amazing I was okay behind. with the wig and face personally. That's just me. Um. <sighs> I'm going to give That's it the lightest. I know it's not where the butthole is. The banana is supposed to look like it's coming out of the butthole and it doesn't. It's like the back is too high. The front is too low. I'm going to give it the lightest chirp just for execution. Uh, it's Power a burp. to you. It's a burp. I love no, Darian. She said some of the funniest things I've ever seen on this show. And I think this outfit is um, very bad. Tragic. Okay, Jessica Wilde giving, you know, a uh, grape lady. Oh, 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 oh. Very that. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, dear. She is hurt. Uh, I hope she gets the help <laughs> she needs. Um, <laughs> so I, I like this, okay? I like this. Yeah, I think she looks fantastic. I don't, I don't think the look is the most... Um, Gaggy, outrageous thing I've ever seen, but she looks beautiful. It's really well done. Yeah, it's, um, it's fine. Um, yep. it, it's, it's definitely a chirp because the, the, the proportions are nice. Love the lip. The great moment. Shoes. She just looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a chirp. I, I like it. Yeah, I think it's really well executed. She, she passes this thing that I think a lot of people don't when they do the 50s looks. Which is mm. that I think some people think, like, if I do 50s fashion, that is a departure enough from normal outfits to be drag and to be mm-hmm. a costume. But I think even if you're referencing back to the 50s, you need to heighten a little more. We need to get a little more costume and a little more drag out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think Jessica is doing that. I think James often is doing it this season. But we have, like, people in the past, like Robbie Turner, who were like, it's enough for me to just dress like it's the 50s. Um, right, 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 right. It's enough to just do a period piece and also accuse a stranger of murder. Um, and well, that's that enough. was her heightening. You know, she said, if I'm just going to do the 50s look. <laughs> Kaja Davis giving, you know, Carmen Miranda banana, banana lady. Yeah, it's a chart. It's so funny because Kahana ate her up so much sure. in this challenge. And, this and is just she's a doing dress. a biggest thing. Yeah, this is just a dress with some bananas applied to it, but it's pretty. Uh-huh. I don't love that it's chartreuse. Mm, wow. Like the neon-y yellow for me is like, well, that's not banana. Wow, you better- Bananas you better, are banana yellow. You better come for her Pantone, bitch. You better work. I'm, I've, um, this episode kind of is making me act like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a chirp or a burp? It's a burp. It's a burp. She looks beautiful, but yeah. No. Okay, Heidi Strawberry look. Oh my god. My jaw hit the floor. This Wonderful. is amazing. Wonderful. Uh, just 
She accentuated the demolishing hips. in this challenge. She is awesome. She is. Yes. She's also truly created. A, a, I've never seen the silhouette before. That's what I was going to say. The silhouette is so unique and exciting. It's such a genius take on the prompts. And she I, still looks beautiful with that cut, that cut in corset yes. strawberry top. Her makeup is so amazing here. I will. So what I, the only thing that I don't like about it is the color of the hair. Uh, Mm-hmm. I kind of either want it to be a deeper red or or, green. or mm-hmm. green, but I think the pink is like not one or the other. But it's like that's me getting so nitpicky because this outfit is amazing. It is. It is iconic. She deserved to be praised for it. It is. A sh- yes. It is a shame that they called her safe. Yes, and this is the perfect hairstyle for this outfit. I'll say. Yes. Just the color yes. that I wish was different. Tea. Okay, God, really we have even it, right? more looks. We got to get. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you don't be sorry, but we got to read these bitches. And then the terrible judging choices they made. Yes. Jimbo's artichoke watercress dress. You did not like Stop this. Stop adding volume to your waist. Don't yeah. glue things on the narrowest part of your corset unless you're gluing much larger things to the bigger parts of the corset. Tea. Tea. <sighs> Um, I still think it's a chirp because just, I, I guess when I saw it, I was like, this is, there's a transformative quality that Jimbo has where I'm like, I have never seen Jimbo look like this. Almost mm. like a Cameron Michaels understudy. I was like, <laughs> I was like work. So it was I a think chirp the silhouette for me. is so unflattering. So yeah. I've gotta, I gotta burp the silhouette. You think it just kind of bulks her? Yeah. And there's just, there's, it's not like Jimbo also is like, I feel like the, my favorite thing about around about her is the way she exaggerates the idea of this, like what we think is the shape of a beautiful woman's body. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not, you know, making a statement about intentionally not doing it. She just accidentally <laughs> does not have a sickening body. <laughs> For me, it's just her strut is the only thing that distracts me occasionally, occasionally. Like now that it's a bad strut, she's like iconic, but sometimes yeah. I'm like, um, it just, it's funny. I mean, maybe watching Jimbo walk like a fashion girl is like a little bit like, oh yeah, is that Jimbo yeah. or not? She might've sold me with a different, with like a greener or a brown lip. Yeah. Kahana Montres giving oh a bit of God. superhero. So I love the fact that she made this is amazing. She looks gorgeous. She looks beautiful. I am, I think, curious about what's going to happen as we all start getting sick of um, the borderline superhero pop star looks. It, it, it is, I would say that's one of the biggest cons to this look. It's, you know, superhero, which we've seen as, you know, as far back as All-Stars 1, we've seen a lot of superhero color blocking moments. Yes. I So I saw during DragCon, I saw a show at Precinct that had like 30 queens on it. It was amazing. Um, and there were so many sickening, incredibly talented, polished, amazing, amazing, amazing queens that I could not distinguish from each other leaving the show because they were all doing this like Ariana Grande, Dua Lipa, pop Damn. princess genre of drag expertly. Damn. But it's just it's oversaturated, I think, right now in the drag world and takes away from how much effort and expertise you put into it because we see it a lot. Yeah. T. T. Well, is this look? It's great. I give it a light chirp. I'm gonna fully chirp, but I mean, she's doing an amazing job. I I just um, some of the paper details look a little cheap, but it's a full chirp for me. 
James Mansfield giving fifty. I love this. Giving my pies cooling on the sill. Chloris Bleachman, as she said. Couldn't believe she didn't say Clorox Bleachman, but that's fine. It's not a big deal. I, I'm not, I didn't think about it all night. Um, they all need you in their ear. <laughs> it's a chirp and it's fully yes. her aesthetic. It's amazing. I love that she's taken this like 50s outfit, but then made a, it's a showing midriff, which in a really sexy way. Yeah. The color match on her plate is pretty amazing. This Flintstone necklace. Yeah, I think she looks so good this season. It's cool. It's cool. I I wonder if they'll want some differentiation on her brand or if she'll be able to give that brand and still please the judges every week. Well, she went into the 60s today with that hand look. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's atypical for her. Yeah. Tea. Chirp. Candy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, Candy. Um... Like, there's parts of this I like and parts of this that are, like, unacceptable, you know? Yes. I think she made it work. Like, she skated about... We, they set her up in the episode like this was going to be the biggest, like, jiggly caliente baked potato piece of shit. Right. Um, and it isn't that. It isn't. I think it, it looks good. The skirt piece really accentuates, but, I mean, it's also a science project. Like, the, yeah. the, the chest piece is a... Board. I mean, once again, her hair and makeup are doing heavy lifting. I mean, and the wig. She, she, yeah. she picked a good week to wear probably the most expensive wig. Um, I mean, just with this, this, the crystals on the wig, it's expensive. Yeah, it's lunacy. It's so, it's so crazy. And this lip is driving me crazy. I'm so hard for this lip. Yeah, it's this hot. This galaxy lip. I will give it the lightest chirp imaginable because... Parts of it, wow. Parts of it, insane. That they, and insane that they called her to compliment her, right? She was in the top, essentially. That, yeah, that is a surprise to me. That Again, is I really am having crazy. a really hard time not just celebrating how beautiful her makeup is. It's great, but I'm, I'm just going to scream because I won't be able to scream about this next week. The fact that the top wasn't, I mean, I think the top should have been Heidi Jimbo Kahana, probably. And that, that we, we took we took time to talk to Lollary and Candy and tell them how great their looks are. I, I will never forgive the show. Yes, they were the like safest of safe, skewing toward. I mean, uh, Candy safe with skewing toward good. Lollary safe, skewing deeply toward maybe not so great. True, true. Alexis Michelle, almost, oh. almost. Yeah, almost. It's just too pedestrian. Yeah. It's very, it's very Native, or Native American. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like you, uh, I could see like, it just looks like she is going to like a, a job interview at like a magazine, but not, not Vogue. I do like the construction of the top. I wonder if it could have been saved with a better bottom. Yeah. I, I just think that these silhouettes are too, um, Regular, regular girl buy at the store vibes. Yeah. Little burp. Yeah, it's a burp for me, unfortunately. La la re. I don't want to talk about this look. I do not want to. It's very bad. I'm, 
it's I'm this is the look that's making me feel the way you feel where I am very angry that she was celebrated this episode. Yeah, it's because wrong. This outfit is not good. It's not good. It is truly stretched over a head. Again, like the hips are wrong for the outfit. The hips are not right. Um you're going to tell me this is like the gag of the episode? Again, bald head We've seen her do this in a design challenge and like that's not even my biggest issue. I think it's like the praise paired with the same bald head paired with it's the simplest. It is a tube. It's a tube. We're getting some sort of like tiered situation between like on the skirt, but it it doesn't look like it's like intentional in design. It looks like it doesn't fit. Agreed. Burp. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Lollary. Again, like, it's like the attitude is right. The face is pretty. But, but again, I think else. the face is too pretty for bald. It's like. Yeah. It's I don't know. glamorous and, and soft and gorgeous and not um, I, like, I'm bald, bitch. I like the idea of the kind of bulky collar thing, but that's that's an idea. That's not a look. Darian, I can't. I have to go. We have to go. Darian, like, I can't talk about that look anymore and pretend like it was good. I'm not going to let the show trick me into thinking it was good. Darian, like, no. 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 And I think like Rue said, this had the potential to be good. If the the story from the top had continued down into, like, a long, pretty dress on the bottom, just this blue skirt is not, is simply not it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the train is, um, shows no like finesse or expertise in construction. It looks very like zip tied. T, yeah, no, I don't, yeah, again, yeah, the blue skirt really cuts it up. If it was just the silver focused with this sort of like candle drip of it all, maybe. Yeah, it could have been great. Or good enough. I don't know if it could have been great. It's a burp for now. Jessica Wilde, flower bathing suit. Um, why did I don't she like win? This very much. Why did she win? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, it's the Fruit Loops uh, I loved. I loved the Fruit Loops. And then since then, we, we, yeah, we start to descend in quality as we get across her three looks. Yeah, why this did she win? This, this is a corset work. with stuff on it. And I am the most outrageously unfair Jessica Wilde fan. You'll find. Like, I am mm-hmm. unfair to the other girls. But this is a bathing suit. Yes. I'm happy that she won because of what we ended up getting from the lip sync, but it was not deserved. It was not deserved. It was so weird. I love her so much, but this is not her best look. Her face is gorgeous and the hair is cute, but why? Why? Yeah. I'm so confused. Oh, God. My eyes are starved for beauty. Help me. Kasha Davis. Coming up as uh, I, my child ate all the fun fetty and vomited on a woman is what this is. We got a bulky waist again. I, I think she needs to talk about this in therapy. Like, I, I literally want her therapist to hold up this picture and say, why do you think you sabotage yourself? Why do I'm you gonna think? I'm going to talk about this in therapy. <laughs> <sighs> this also, also has the problem... That Candy's RuPaul dress I thought uh, had, uh-huh. where where it's like, why does the 
um, part, why, why does the part that flares out start so low? Make your torso look a million miles long. Why, 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 why? She truly looks like three different aisles at Party City. I'm not even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to say I think there could have been a chic way to get all of these insane materials together in an insane way and to look chic if the proportions were all perfect and they're just really off the mark. Like, I think the comment could be like, yeah, it's a ton of shit. Like, that's the vibe. If it was like the most couture silhouette. Awful. Very bad. And the um, the headpiece is like synchronized swimmer I in hate the jungle. It. Golden boot. Why is the top? Yeah. Why is the top floral? Then why is the middle? It kind of have that like kindergarten carpet that like kindergarten carpet thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, what is that middle panel? That is a whole different story. Flowers. Then also the balloons and the shiny shit. What? God, look how bulky it is in the middle from the back. She just added so much width to herself. I literally, this is literally self-harm. This is It's as if you're seeing the inside of a pinata, she says. Uh, Bitch. Uh-uh. I loved in um, last episode, every time Michelle sort of made a joke, one of those like jokes about the outfit, we just went, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Happened like three times. Pinatas do not, like even a pinata doesn't, doesn't wish this much harm on itself. Okay. Like I know pinatas that respect themselves more. I know pinatas with more cohesive looks. I know pinatas with more polish than this look. Yeah. Okay. Heidi in closet. I thought this was okay. Uh, Heidi in closet has, I have a hard time. Excuse me. I'm burping. Um, I usually have a hard time with peplums. Both literally and at the look. Uh Uh-huh. I get rock hard when I see a peplum. Um, (laughs) No, I, I, I don't love them usually, but this, I really, the peplum really works for me. I've seen a couple recently where I go, oh. All right, um, you can start talking to me about peplums. Yeah, it's the least strong of her looks, but I still think... The color story is awesome. The color story is awesome. Like, the little glovelets work. The hair is nice. I guess if I'm being nitpicky, I wish I wish there was less white visible underneath yes. the napkins. Sure. I still would give it the lightest chirp. I would give it a square chirp. I mean, I'm not like, oh my God, it's amazing. But I do think it, for something she made herself, it looks very good, I find. Yeah. Wow. Let's talk about these decisions. So now for some reason, um, we get, let let me see if I want to get this correct. Oh, so who gets called in the tops? It's Jimbo, Candy, and Jimbo, Jimbo, Candy, Jessica are the tops. Making Darian candy and um, uh, 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 Kasha the possible bottoms, or was it just two clear bottoms and the rest maybe tops? I'm missing this. Can- Lollery was there they- too. Lollery was almost a top. That's crazy to me. This is crazy. I can't. We don't. We can't decode this because this is just production evil having fun at our expense. Yeah, RuPaul's editing and producing race. Yeah. I, all we know is that for some reason Jessica wins. 
Couldn't be a bigger fan of Jessica, but not sure why she won. Not oh, sure why Heidi wasn't Madison in the top. So beautiful. T.S. Madison's cool as hell. Jojo C was wonderful and helpful and sweet and untucked. Um, but this episode infuriated me at the end. The judges look better than almost any contestants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I get maybe is like hierarchically maybe supposed to happen, but almost never does. And it's not my expectation. Yeah. All four of those judges are eating the girls up this week. <laughs> so obviously Darian could easily be the one to go home since she's been in the bottom the most. But Kasha Davis in the critiques begs, essentially does the soft, I've, I've made my peace with going home. Would you have yeah. sent home Kasha, who's begging to go home, or Darian, who has a worst record? I would have sent home Kasha. I think, yeah. yeah. I also, like, am wanting to see the rest of Darian's package, or at least a little more of it. And I, like, for Kasha, I'm like, well, I love your, I love your vibe, and I love your amazing voice. And that's kind of, and I don't really want to, I don't, I don't need to see the rest of your package. That's fair. Yeah, with Darian, um, you know, I, I, have, I, I would be lying if I said I want to see more of her package, but um, especially after that basketball dress, which, again, uh, gives me cold sweats at night. Well, I want Darian to get the opportunity to show who she is and to be funny. And I yeah. don't know that she's really, like, st- like, I want her, I want to see Darian in, like, a roast or a stand-up challenge. I also want to say this is so nerdy of me, but, like, so Raja had not been crowned yet when they filmed this is that true that is a hundred percent true because they filmed this in last summer and raja won last winter so i just think it's bizarre and weird that they got an adr line of kahana saying she's a recently crowned queen when we know when this was filmed she was not crowned yet that just annoys me that annoys me yeah why is that so why why do that I want to know how much notice and information they get about the song that they'll be lip syncing for because, and how much they're allowed to like bring and do because almost every lip sync assassin just sort of wears a great dance outfit and does a good dance job. They never bring tricks and gimmicks and like what Jessica is bringing. And it seems almost like a mistake or like she didn't have all the information she needed that Raja has teeny tiny titties for this performance and has to reference and make a joke out of it because I'm like, I don't know what queen in her right mind wouldn't come to do this lip sync and only this lip sync and not have a t- like a titty moment. Jessica, I, I, that's why I was also like, as much as Jimbo, like, man, Jimbo, I'm sure Jimbo wishes she won this one because she would have a great coconuts number. Oh, yes. When I saw Jimbo at precinct at this show, she did um, superpower bitch. Amazing. And was spraying whipped cream all over her gigantic titties. (laughs) It was amazing. I love Jimbo. Um, uh, We had the honor of meeting her. She's also a a wonderful, kind genius. Oh, I love to hear it. This Coconuts little number is, it's, it's, it's just, she steals it. Jessica steals it immediately, giving La Veneno, um, which we love that reference. Um, It's now the second time she's been referenced in this All-Star season. Um, oh my god it's michelle says it at the end she's like my face hurts from smiling so much and i was like me too jessica eats raja up yes it is so sexy and it's it is it's so absurd and somehow it is so sexy too yeah yeah from the moment she took off the front like it was over and i felt so bad for raja who came here to show up and show out and just could there's nothing she can do and I, it was funny too. With like the edit kept cutting away because for what, the, whatever powers that be didn't want 
an edit where a queen is sucking another queen's fake tits, you know? Like, they kept cutting away. Yeah, and I think that would have been... I think fun. live, I'm sure that was, like, so fun and such a I celebration know. of both of them. Which is, uh, un, un, it's kind of annoying. Um, yeah, yeah, why did not, why did, also, why didn't Roger even ask production, like, can I, I don't know, maybe she wanted to dance without tits that flop everywhere. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's just she's got these beautiful big hips and these tiny titties. Yeah. It was really fun, though. Jessica oh Wilde's a genius. She wins $30,000. God bless. And, has, and now we can't have Candy Muse at the end of every episode saying a bigger number. We can't have that, which is a shame. A flawless impression. (laughs) Thank you. It was almost like Bowser. Like, I think my impression of her is getting closer to Bowser every day. Just, She should do a Bowser look. Oscar geniusly said, Wendy Koopa. I mean, she is Wendy Koopa. Sure, yeah. You know? They should have a, I wonder if they could get from Nintendo the licensing to do a Mario runway. That would be hot. At least a video game runway. Why haven't they done video game the house down? Hello. Bring, yes. Bring back rock and do a video game challenge. Yes. That would be kind if they brought her back. Get so, rock and Sakura back on my screen. So she, we get Kasha sent home. Kasha says it's always, there's always time for kindness. Very sweet. That got me. Really it got, got me. me good. It got me good. I feel like um, Kasha Davis is like my old like tech theater teacher. Yeah. Not any specific person. I just feel like she is a <laughs> mythical yeah. um, high school technical theater teacher whom yeah. I love. Same. She's really lovable. She's really sweet. I hate that she gave up on herself, uh, but here yeah. we are. Here we are. We say goodbye to Mrs. Kasha Davis. Who's your winner for the season, Nick? Um, ooh. I well, I think it, World of Wonders winner is Jimbo, and I am obsessed with and love Jimbo. But my winner, I think, is starting to be Kahana. Kahana, she's amazing. I think she'll be there at the end. I think. And what a gag it would be! I just don't think it'll happen. I don't think the producers would let it happen. But it would be an amazing gag and like story for Kahana to have gotten eliminated so fast on her season mm-hmm. and then be our next all-star winner uh-huh it would really be like anything's possible you know and i yeah. think we should keep opening up the drag race universe or else it's going to start to we're, we're going to get bored i do like the story of james or kahana winning there's something very interesting about these queens that the fandom did not really care too much for winning um yeah. having said that though i still want heidi or jessica to win in my heart yeah especially this I week watching heidi done filthy she was done dookie she was done so wrong it like really hurt me to be like y'all have to stop playing like you you i understand you're producing a show but you have you can't do that to a contestant that just makes me really upset and so you're of the mindset that the actual reason she was upset and untucked is that she thought that the producing was riggery and i think so I think so. I think she, like, she was like, I deserve to be in the top. She at the very least deserved to be praised for how well she did in those looks. And the fact that they called her safe when she gave three silhouettes that were uh, interesting, weird, uh, uh, gorgeous. It's just rude. It's Amongst rude. many, frankly, bad looks. Yeah. 
some stinkers. And then to it bring Lollary up there to say, Lollary, we love it. That tube is amazing. Candy, we've seen it. We fucking love it. Like, what? Jessica, you're wearing a bathing suit. And me, Michelle Visage, I've never said anything bad about a bathing suit in a design challenge. You win. Shut up. It's crazy. <laughs> it, for an all-star season to have the quantity of bad looks we've had in three episodes is mind-boggling to me. Yeah. It is. We've had looks, many, many looks now that have been, would have been bad on a regular season. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell is even that? Nick, I don't know what the hell is even that, but I do know that a very gay book comes out yes. on May 30th and you need to remind us where to purchase it right now. I can put a link. Is there a link for pre-ordering? I can put it in the podcast. Yes, there's a link for pre-ordering that will be, uh, will you add it in the description? Is that how? Oh, that I, I'll, it'll be in the podcast description below. So just Great. send me that link. If it's awesome. on your Very Gay Paint IG, I'll also put that link below. So click yes. that, If listeners. you follow Very Gay Paint on Instagram or TikTok, there is a link that will lead you to a place to pre-order the book. Also, if you'd like to come to our Friends and Gay Shit book promotion show, Ooh. June 9th at the Elysian Theater, um, come to that. We'll sign a book for you. Or if you live in the Santa Monica area, we are going to be part of a um, queer retailer pop-up in Santa Monica Place for oh. every weekend in June. You can come and buy our book in oh. person there. And there's also a bunch of like queer-owned cosmetic companies Companies and there's a girl who just makes fascinators and fun hats. Work. Um, there are some amazing vendors that will be there at Santa Monica Place every weekend in June. So Work. come buy book. Yay. Um, Nick, you're amazing. You're our current reigning winner of Bad Drag Race. Um, you're an inspiration. And I'm so glad you got to paint uh, RuPaul's Dining Bazaar or whatever insane word she called it out of her, the 10 living rooms she has in her house. It's giving rolled doll now, just making up names for rooms. <laughs> um, I adore you, bitch. Till next time. Let the music play. was a HeadGum original.